And we should be live. Okay. Turn my switch off then. <laughs> no, no, no. Play switch the whole time. It would be just like the panel I'm just like, I had I'm just this like weekend. so close to the end of this shrine. And I've been trying it for like 20 minutes. But no, I can finish it later. I got past the hard part. So we're good. Well, that's the important part. You got past the hard part. Yep. <clears throat> You're back. I am back and apparently not sick yet. Give it a day or two, I guess. I'm sick again. Uh, yeah. Sick for oh, you. Thank you. Please. Thank you. I'm so I got sick from the last con, so I would like to not be sick again. I was sick like two weeks ago. I'm so tired of this. So what happened? Like you just had a relapse or what? I don't know. I just caught a cold somewhere. I don't know. Who knows? Mm. There's a lot of people on the train, so pretty Is easy to getting you sick. No problem. Yeah, exactly. What are you picking at? Exactly. So I'll probably be muting myself to cough and blow my nose often. And hopefully I don't forget to unmute. No Paul this week. He had, his work ran late or something. Yeah, uh, it's his work schedule's changing, so he's going to be not available today. And we're going to probably be moving from this time slot very soon. Yeah, by the just like it. last year. We'll go back how, to... How long was he in that time slot for... Like We did it for like, what, three months before it went back to normal? Oh, uh, I... I thought it was like all of summer, at least. It might be. I don't remember. I'm that's yeah, why I'm asking. Like if I had to guess, I would say like six months on, six months off. I thought we switched back to this time frame around like October ish. It's possible. Yeah. So nothing new. Um, and obviously this won't really affect the audio people. Actually, it will because I'll be editing the podcast on Mondays. Ooh, so it'll so go up a different day, too. They'll go oh, up, man. Go, yeah. But, I mean, whatever. You still get your show once a week. What else What else can you expect from us? Did we tweet out that we're live? Uh, I did not. I can do that. I'm so used to Paul doing this. I know. That's me, too. I'm just like, what am I missing here? Good remembering. I saw the... I got the Twitch notification. Okay. We are live. Type in this long URL. Our podcast name is too long. Mm -hmm. No, we're gonna have to shrink it. TDP official. No, nope, that's even that's too long. T. We're called T now. T. Yeah. All right. Tweeted. There we go. Everything's good. Perfect. Yeah. Everyone's getting notifications showing up now. We're good. Let's do it. Let's podcast. Top <clears> 10 <throat> perspective. March sixteenth, yep. twenty seventeen. I'm John. I'm joined as always by Sean. Yep. Ides of March. We just missed them. Ah, crap. You're right. Now, who am I supposed to stab? Why don't you tell us about uh, PAX East? Oh, okay, that's who I'll stab. PAX East. Um, I don't know why I decided to go for Julius Caesar joke of all things. Uh, PAX East well, was a March. thing. That's it. Good good reporting. I'll see you guys next yep. time. Uh, it went good, honestly. It was good. I got to actually play some games on the show floor. Not too many, but I got to play a couple. Okay. Uh, a couple we, games that have been out. Like from from like the NES era? No, neither one is out yet. Actually, okay. sorry, right. that's a lie because one of them is coming out tomorrow if it wasn't today. But You're the other if one hasn't already. If it's not already out, it's out tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I got to. I had a signing at the PAX booth. We had our panel, which went pretty good. Okay, uh, that's good. Got the just plans. one panel this year. Yeah, just one panel. I, okay. East and West, I usually only have one panel. It's MAGFest is the only one. I usually have more than one. Oh, okay. 
But isn't there usually like tournaments or something? I feel like you do. You yeah, I, I entered a tournament and I did a bunch of game challenges. So okay, I well, entered a bo- well. I entered a bomberman tournament, ended up winning it. Uh, All right, did, did a couple different uh, retro game challenges, only won one of them. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> only one win. Terrible. The two games I ended up playing on the show floor. One is Splody. Uh, it is a indie version of Bomberman, essentially, because at the time, during development, there was no signs of a new Bomberman game coming out. Okay. So, All right. so they took up the reins. Actually, I have heard about this, now that I think about it. Apparently, this is up to 16 players. Uh, online p- gameplay. Uh, I think they said locally you can do over 16 or 32, but it gets a little unwieldy. I forget exactly what it was. I met one of the devs back at PAX West during the Bomberman tournament there. They uh, they said they were working on the game, and they sent me an email about it. So I got to play it uh, at PAX East. Pretty good. It definitely handles like Bomberman. Okay. Uh, some things are a little weird. Like, there's no warning when you're running out of time, really. So I've gotten, I lost a couple rounds because I didn't realize the stage was being crushed. Okay. But it handles really good, and they say the online is smooth, which is good because that's not how Super Bomberman R's online is. <laughs> So if that's true, right. then that's a major point for Splody over Bomberman R. We'll get we'll get to all the Switch stuff later because I'm sure everyone like we talked about it last week, and I'm sure everyone wants your opinions. But let, let's get the the smaller stuff out of the way. All right. So on top of Splody, I also got to play a game at the Indie Mega Booth called Iconoclasts. Now this is a Metroidvania style game done by one dude. Apparently coming out for I think they said PS4 and Steam, and I think they said during okay. spring. It uh, plays real good. Uh, The writing is really sharp and a little too real at times. There was one point in the demo where I started repairing, I think it was my brother's house, and in the middle of repairing the house, him and his wife start having an argument about uh, the local religion and how we can't stay in that area because we'll get them in trouble because we fought against the religion. It's And like they just start having like a a mother, like, like a daughter... Or no, their daughter is there listening to them as they are arguing about this, and it just starts screaming at each other, blaming us for everything. It just becomes a little like. The, are you like? The, I'm, you're saying it's like super real, but it's Metroidvania, so I find like. I mean the those, writing, the writing. Yeah, but are you so like like there's some real stuff going on, but at the same time you're like doing double jumps all over the place. Yeah. Like are you are you are you humans? You're humans, yeah. Okay. Okay. Like. Uh, your main weapon is a wrench. You also have a pistol that you can charge up for a double jump and for shooting. Uh, you get all these different modes to your gun as well, different ammo types. Um, I didn't get the... There was not much else in demo. I did a one boss fight demo and I did uh, the starting area. So it just handles okay. really well. Nice pixelated art style. Very nice. Uh, highly recommend it when it comes out. Okay, cool. What what are the, what developers doing Icono? Uh, it's, it? it's just one dude working Last. on it. Okay. So I unfortunately don't know his studio name. All right. No problem. But his name is, uh, how do I even say this? Uh, it's like Joachim Sandberg. J-O-A-K-M. I think that's how you say it. Joachim Sandberg. Okay. It's part of the Mega Booth. So there was yep. a lot of cool stuff at the Mega Booth, but we really just didn't end up playing much, unfortunately. As that's more than I usually play, I believe. I hear the the Mega Booth was extra big this year because there was like multiple versions of the Mega Booth. I know there was a visual novel Mega Booth. 
Oh yeah, that's what you mean. Yeah, there was like a VR area. There was the <clears throat> the straight the normal indie mega booth. Like a bunch of different groups had like lounges inside there. Like Discord had their own little lounge area. Twitch had a okay. bigger booth. Um, right. Blizzard Blizzard doesn't usually go to PAX, do they? Because they were there. Blizzard I had think a they, had, I think they do. I because I don't remember seeing a Blizzard booth there before. But this like there I mean, was a big there was a big ass Blizzard booth this time. You would know better than me, but I feel like I, I've seen some like major big Blizzard presence at some of the packs I went to. Uh, but I could just be like mixing this up with like Warhammer and just not knowing or something. Yeah, I know. I, I'm kind of the same way. Like this, maybe there was and I just don't remember. Are you an orc or are you a space orc? <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, no, PAX East was pretty good. At a How was the time. weather? Cold, way colder than it was here. Um, I had to bring a jacket the whole time. It was snowing pretty much the whole time. We barely avoided a winter storm leaving. Uh, some people got stranded in Boston for a couple days. I saw on, um, uh, is it Twitch Prime when you connect your Amazon Prime account? Yeah. Okay, Twitch Prime. One of the benefits of uh, uh, this month was free coat check at PAX East. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, there was like straight up like multiple code check lounges, and that was one of them. Twitch Prime even had a, a straight up lounge you could just go in, but it was like way away from the show floor. Okay. Yeah, that's my Paxis adventure. Uh, otherwise, obviously, I played the Switch. Right. Okay. Hang on. Before that, I hear you had oh. some uh, flight troubles. Let's get a flight update. Oh. Okay, that was it. I was like, I didn't have flight troubles, and I was like, I totally did. The way there was perfectly fine. Absolutely no problems. Great. The way back, as I mentioned earlier, the blizzard happened, or was about right. to happen. So our flight got delayed by two hours, but it was two hours that we were sitting on the runway. That sounds like a nightmare. It sucked. It really sucked. I At some point, I fell asleep, and then I woke up, and I'm like, why are we still on the ground? Apparently, uh, Toronto also had a lot of snow, so they weren't taking incoming flights because of the storm that was coming. But we were already loaded and ready to go, so we had to wait on the runway, and then they would say, like, all right, we're going to get an update in half an hour. Half hour comes by, had to wait another half hour, and that happened, like, three or four times. Then we we went back. I hate sitting on planes. We had to go back to refuel and everything. It was ridiculous. My knee, my I have a knee that cramps up if it's like bent for too long, mm. and every time on a plane that that happens, I absolutely hate sitting on a plane. Then you would have hated this flight. Yeah. the uh, The flight back to Calgary was fine. We were, it got delayed because of uh, of the storm, but our flight there was also bad. So originally we were supposed to miss the flight. So we go through customs, and then we get to the Air Canada desk, and we ask, like, hey, is our flight still here? Are we still good? And, like, the guy's like, I don't know. Get in the ticket line to make sure. So they send us into this other line. We wait there for 20, 30 minutes. Great. And Yeah, and then we get to the counter. And they're like, yeah, I don't know why you're here. Your flight's fine. They're waiting on you. Go. So that one got delayed even further. Yeah, which okay. was lucky. Like, they were calling our name for last call as we were, like, running up to the counter oh man i've never had that i've never had my name called out it's not fun <laughs> I, you know i bet it's not for sure but we made it that's the important thing 
Uh, yeah, that's about it. Tame okay. by comparison for flight delays, but still weird, mainly because of just being stuck on the plane. Okay. On the plus side of being stuck on the plane for that long, though, is I actually got to finish Box Box Boy. All right. How's that? Good. And I'm ready for, was it Cyan, or yeah, Goodbye Box Boy, which comes out this month? Yeah, I think it's... I think it's around the 24th. I don't know. It's actually, it's in last week's show notes. We could just scroll down. <laughs> uh, it was announced last week. Let me click on this link. 23rd. Although that was on the um, European shop. So, uh, you know, give it a day or two. For our, our launch. Or maybe day of. Who knows? Yeah. But either way, I'm ready for <clears throat> Goodbye Box Boy. Yep. Finish it 100% forgot how annoying that. that was to do yep uh otherwise yeah i played the switch and then didn't get to talk about it because i was gone for a week so i can talk about my experiences with the right. switch now you you didn't bring it right no we chose not to bring it because um like it only been three days since we weren't sure what would happen apparently it was a good thing because i talked to some people and they said uh, some people lost their switches at pax east which is okay. crazy like how do you lose something that big i don't know but That's yeah, uh, no one in our group lost theirs, but almost everyone in our group brought theirs. I saw in our group, I saw at least five different switches. How, how many of one, them are uh, the neon colors? Uh, at least three of them. Okay. I, actually, I, maybe, I haven't maybe talked all to that of them pe- now that I think about it, actually. I haven't talked to that many people who have a switch, and I'm really curious like which which one people went with. I, if I could have, I would have gotten the neon colored controllers. Oh, you didn't? I couldn't. The pre-orders okay. at the time were gone. So I bought the controllers instead, the neon ones. So I have neon controllers, but they're the, oh, oppos- they're the opposite of the ones that came with the bundle. Okay. So that's, now I can't cool. make a matching set because of, because of that. And I'm not about to buy a second Switch just to do that. Man, and two Joy-Cons in Canadian? That must have been like $400. <laughs> it felt like it. Yeah. Sheesh. All the all the switch accessories are so expensive, yeah, and I wanted I much. wanted to buy a second dock so I could just not have to keep ripping it out of the setup upstairs in case I want to stream it. And uh, apparently, the docks that Nintendo were selling are scratching screens, so it's not worth it. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some scratch stuff. I haven't gotten any scratches. Uh, I've also heard that those ones are like. Um just out of stock they did not make enough docks at the moment they're, they're restocked uh at oh, least as, as of yesterday or tuesday they were restocked okay but i don't i apparently i am being told i should wait which sucks because we did <coughs> not put the setup for the switch in the most convenient spot upstairs i would think you would want to put that thing in the most convenient since it's all designed to like gonna well, take no, it out I mean, on the like, go and put it no, back in. i mean moving this like to grab the system is perfectly fine to grab the dock and the power supply and everything not so much okay so i want yeah i want multiple docks in the house so i can just be like all right i'm gonna stream switch let me just grab the system and done okay how much do docks go for because i haven't even considered way too much <laughs> Well, that goes without saying. It's a Switch-related peripheral, but like, do you actually know what the price is? Uh, I believe it was $60 US, and that's just the dock. Yeah, there's going to be so many like third-party ones that... They're better like, be. Probably, They're fucking yeah, better I, be. Just, just wait. You, you definitely wait. Here, I'll get you confirmation in... Oh, no, actually, no. This is, this is the full set. Shit. 
the dock set apparently is just straight up not available yet. It's just the single one. Uh, by what now, the, actually, wait, what is the dock set? The dock set is the one that comes with the AC adapter and the HDMI cable. Oh, okay. So there's a, di- there's a would, difference well, between the two. Wouldn't you want all that stuff? The AC adapter, yes. Uh, there's like a million HDMI cables. It's not that hard to find an HDMI cable. Okay, but theoretically, everyone doesn't have HDMI cables everywhere. So you would want those things. Like, you'll need those things. I mean, you're right, but there's the price difference is a little ridiculous between the two, I believe. Like, do they even sell it without those two cables? That seems crazy to me. Yes, they sell the dock without those two cables. Even the power? That sounds... Yes. That's super weird. Okay. They straight up just have the dock available. <laughs> I, I've actually been trying to buy time until I can actually get the price up here. Uh, 60 bucks US for just okay. the dock. Apparently, it, surprisingly though, they sell Switch cases in case you break yours, which is kind of nice. Like the, the game cases. Uh, like mean, for the cartridges? Yeah. Okay. Which is kind of Yeah, I saw thing. a bunch of like system cases that came with bonus cartridge cases and i was like i don't need this i have a case for the system itself and it just has little like pockets the dock itself is 75 dollars canadian the without the cables yes just the dock okay all right you, you can get an hdmi cable from them as well uh it is 10 bucks okay <laughs> don't uh, do that yeah uh, they're they're out of extra ac <clears throat> adapters but they do have docks and apparently you can buy the kickstand for five bucks in case yours breaks off. Oh, you can just get like a kickstand by itself? Yeah, like literally. That's the actually kick, good because that thing feels the like back. the flimsiest yeah. thing in the world. Probably because it is. And actually, like every time I like click it, like so it'll it'll open, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's like a it'll like settle. Yeah. And the click that that makes just seems like I'm breaking it. Yeah, I really like, you know like what it reminds that. me of. This is it reminds me exactly of. I don't I don't know if the 3ds does this, but the DS you would open it to a certain point, right? But yes. you could open it a little bit further, and it was like that. Just that just looks bad. That no, just looks like you're uh, asking to break that hinge. The 3ds also can do that. Okay, Th- this kickstand, it's like you open it to the, a certain amount, and it's like okay, that feels okay, and then where it's supposed to settle, that click just feels like. Was I supposed to do that, or is it too far now? That's exactly what it feels like. I hate it every time. Well, good news. If you lose it, you ha- you can buy another one for five bucks. That's that's good. Uh, shit. What else was I going to say here? Uh, oh, yeah. The system itself, I like the system. Okay. I haven't really tried it much in handheld mode. It's almost exclusively been in TV mode. I've been doing about 50-50. Do you, uh, like do you have a pro controller? No. Uh, we've got one. They're all right. Reese, yeah, Reese I've prefers been it more it. than the actual Joy-Cons. This is the... F- yeah, I, I don't like the Joy-Cons in the grip. My hands just feel like I, so close I am together. like in the minority. I think it's perfectly fine. But I also have like long slender fingers. So that might be why. I don't... So I was, ta- I, I was talking to Paul about this. I don't like the triggers. They're too I don't slippery. Like the fucking bumpers. The bumpers are too tiny. The bumpers are super skinny. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole bunch. This D-pad is a joke. No, I like the D-pad. I actually like the D-pad. Out of everyone, why do you like this D-pad? I play, that's, I exclusively use that to play Bomberman. It works really good. 
But here's the thing. I haven't tried it on a fighting game, which is the real tell. Or I actually haven't okay. tried Blaster Master, which also might be a tell. <laughs> My biggest one is I don't I don't like those triggers and the and the bumpers. Yeah. Um and then like I said, uh I, I've been playing it uh I've been playing a lot on TV mode and I'll put it in the grip. And I don't know, it just feels so small. Um, so this is the first time I've actually thought of getting a pro controller for the Nintendo console, mm. but they're just outrageously priced. Yeah. Yeah. They're so way too like, expensive. I don't, but I would, they're no, good, good, solid controllers. Like I said, Reese prefers it over the joy cons and the grip. I also got the damn charge grip, which <laughs> so guess what? The only difference is that there's a port on the top to charge the joy cons. It really should have been included with the system. Right. I, I understand the joy cons will actually last quite a while though. 20 hours i think is what they said yeah and with the number of times i've been like playing it in a handheld mode and then just slipping the whole thing in there i i don't think i'll ever run into the joy cons yeah as long as as you remember to put them back on the system when you're done you will never have to worry about battery well even just that i haven't done it every single time but i play it enough in handheld mode that they all sit there at some point like Mm -hmm. maybe every third play or whatever so it just kind of works itself out um okay so switch what have you been playing on the switch uh the three main games that came out for it zelda one two switch and bomberman well i don't know if those are the three main games why are you discounting just dance 2017 because i doubt any of us were going to talk binding about of isaac game. come on that's not out yet that came out today for digital and tomorrow for physical okay i just i walked into a game stop at one point and saw the case so i thought it was out yeah i thought i thought it was supposed to be launch title but it got bumped like a week and apparently uh, digital came out today, but physical is tomorrow. I think this launch lineup is the worst. <laughs> it's so bad. Since like, I wouldn't the say the worst because Zelda kind of covers everything. Again, I'm not really counting Zelda since it's on the Wii U. So there was no I didn't need but to get but this that's system. The system seller, though. But like, I, didn't need I know to we've get... had this discussion. I know we've had this discussion. Okay. But basically, if you discount <laughs> Zelda, then yes, it's a hot garbage launch. Yeah, it's but you're also discounting the literal thing people are buying the system for. I think yep, Nite- that's true. I think Nintendo said something like there's been an 89 percent attach rate on the Switch for Zelda. Yeah, I think I saw something around that. So that that's 89. crazy. Well, to be fair, there's nothing really el- out there like else to play that's like substantial. Hmm. But still, like, yeah, I, I guess that's like like I gotta just think like those 11 percent what are i want to meet you because what what were you thinking like what on earth were you thinking like i man i just i love i love bomberman and and that's it i just love only bomberman like how does that person exist i like bomberman so i I think it's so i had a friend of mine tweet what's crazier is the 89 percent attachment rate or the 11 percent that didn't get zelda and it's like you were so right like what are you doing look man someone had to buy one two switch I did, but I didn't only buy one to switch. Show me the person who did buy only one to switch. You know, they've got to exist. There's got to be someone out there who specifically bought switch like the switch to just play one to switch. I'm sure there is. I want to meet that person because I, I want to know what's going on in their head. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know what choices they made in their life where this is where they ended up. Uh, OK, so. Let's let's what the games are playing. What what do you like about them? What are you playing? Saves uh, all to the end because I'm sure it'll yeah. be a big long discussion yeah. like it was last week. One two switch is a resounding eh. To yeah. no one's surprise. Yeah. So you bought it as well? 
Yeah, I bought it because, you know, party game. Figured it'd be fun. Did you uh, have a party? Hmm? Did you have a party? No. Okay, so I bought it knowing I'm going to get, like, my team over. I'm going to have a party. I was t- Again, a lot of this we, I kind of talked about with Paul last week, but I had the perfect scenario. You know, a bunch of, like, young 20-year-olds coming over, playing some 1-2-Switch. This is exactly what Nintendo wants for me to do. And it worked. I don't think I'm ever playing that game again. Oh, everyone actually had fun with it. I, that's yeah, not we, how we, enjoy, we enjoyed our time. There's a lot of mini games that are bad. Yeah. But for the most part, like I, like I said, the ball one, every single person's mind was blown. I mean, that's all it is. It's basically the tech demo. Yeah, but it works so well. Like, I'm, You must have played it, right? Yeah, I played it's, a couple of mini games on it, yeah. The ball one is so good, right? Yeah. Like it's that is so cool, but like I said, everyone's done it. I I I doubt I'm ever putting that game back in there, and unless I get an entire different group of people together, then I'll be like, hey, you should see these like four mini games. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. I <laughs> I just wanted to like try out some of the games, so I played by myself because uh, Reese wasn't available at the time. Sounds and, awful. Yeah, it really was. Highly, highly do not recommend. Highly yeah. unrecommended. Even I said, like, I bought it. You should not buy one to switch. I, I think you should wait till it's $20. If you live with siblings that will play games with you, buy it when it's cheap. Yeah, when it's cheap. That's the thing is because even if you have people that will play with you, like I had people. I'm, I'm not going to play it again, though. I'm not going to get those people over and play it again ever. <laughs> like. This is something you show some like a group of people once, and then you're like, "Well, I've, I've done that." Uh oh, Miles! Like, hold on, that game is more than twenty dollars. Miles, that game is full price, isn't it? It's like fifty bucks US. It was fifty, which is technically not full price. Oh yeah, it's slightly off of full price. Right, and and uh, since I got it th- uh, through Amazon Prime before it came out, uh, I got ten percent or twenty percent off, so it was actually forty bucks for me, which kind of helped me justify that purchase. I still wouldn't have paid. I, if I had the option, I would have paid less than twenty for that. Did well? Didn't you have the option? You bought it. No. Well, no. Well, I, I guess I get your logic behind that. No, I got it at full price at launch. Okay. Bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I think twenty dollars is okay for that game. I would not go much higher than twenty if I was, uh, giving a you know buying recommendation. Yeah. Uh, other than that, played uh, Super Bomberman R. It's Bomberman. <laughs> I don't know. I'm happy we got another Bomberman game. The local multiplayer plays real good. Uh, the characters have a lot more character to them, I guess. Characterization. Each each Bomberman's completely different, different attitude. They're all voice acted. Uh, the single player is standard Bomberman fare, a little bit better than usual. And they've got animated cutscenes that kind of tell a good story. They're like nice, goofy, cartoony. My main gripe is with the online. Uh, the online is peer-to-peer, which means if one person in the group has bad internet, everyone suffers. Okay. If you, uh, like, you will have freezes, basically. Like, you'll be moving, and then your character will stop, will stay in place. They'll be running, but they won't be moving, and that'll just keep happening over and over again during the match, and it just brings the quality of the game down, like, significantly. If it wasn't for that, it would be like a super strong recommendation, honestly. 
People in the chat are saying there was a Bomberman update. Maybe this helps with some of that. Is the update out? Oh, is it update today? Bomberman yeah, had a patch a, today. A few people are saying there's an update today, a patch today. I don't know what it does. Odds are uh, that patch probably only fixed the <clears throat> control lag and not the actual like connection issue. So there's control lag as well? Uh, so for some people there are. I didn't experience any on my system. Uh, okay. when, when we were in Boston at PAX East... We played a four-player round with two switches connected by Wi-Fi, and each okay. of us were using the Joy-Con as a controller. Uh, I had control lag then. That was the only time I felt real control lag for the game, which was weird. Wait, the switch won't connect just like by being close enough to each other? It has to go through a Wi-Fi? No, spot? sorry. No, I don't know why I said Wi-Fi. Yes, they, there's local connection. Sorry. Okay, because that seems absolutely crazy. Like, yeah, oh, I can't no, play with you if I'm on the no, playground no. or whatever. There is actual local connection. I just goofed. Okay, good. All those times I'm on the playground with my buddies and their Switch. Uh, okay, apparently there was a patch for Bomberman. With this update, the control issue that some players have been experiencing during online battles will be greatly reduced. We will continue to release future updates to improve the controls during online battles. So that basically just fixes the lag control. That's about it. Oh, okay. Well, that's still not bad. What's better, Bomberman R, or, or sorry, Super Bomberman R, or Splody? I have to try Splody's online before I can say that for sure. Okay. Well, from what you've played, like of the of the single player, I guess. Uh, right now I'm leaning more towards Bomberman R because there's more power ups that I know of. Okay. I have to mess with Splody's like this loadouts to see what items are available in that game. Okay. All right, I'm going to read through these posts to see if they fix some things since I've last streamed this. I streamed this on the 4th, and I haven't touched the game since. Uh, and, of course, last but not least, I played Metal Slug 3, which is a port of a Neo Geo game, and it's pretty good. I highly recommend it. Is no, this on uh, the Switch? Yeah, there's a bunch of Neo Geo games on the Switch. They came out last week. Uh, oh, Metal, that's right. Yeah, Metal Slug 3, uh, King of Fighters 98 stormtroopers one or two i forget which and then like a bunch of other games yeah i cool. picked i picked up metal slug 3 because i like metal slug and apparently i just have to have metal slug on every system at this rate good great yeah just what nintendo wants yep i picked up a bunch of other games for it but i have not played them yet you done any I of the uh like japanese account stuff no, honestly, the only game I was going to get that for came out over here, so I didn't need to worry about it. That rhythm game, Vuez? Vuez? Or, yeah. Actually, uh, it's free on phones, so I just downloaded that one. Okay. <laughs> That's a I bummer. Because I kept hearing, like, oh, it's a mobile game. I was like, I wonder how much it is on my phone. Oh, it's free. And I'm sure it has in-app purchases to get, like, more songs or whatever, but it's like, well, this is a great way to just try it out. Yeah. And then I don't That's have to deal a bummer with... that I wish I had known about. Yeah, so... There you go. <clears throat> uh, that's a that's the only game you can't play TV mode. Yeah, because it has used the touchscreen. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, last but not least, Zelda Breath of the Wild, a.k.a. Right. the game for the Switch. All right. So what are you thinking? How you feeling? How, how many like, hours have you put into it? Uh, I don't know. See, the way we're playing this right now is <laughs> Reese and I are playing the game together. She has her own separate file, but then there's my file, which is the one we play together. So I'm only playing when she's down with me. Uh, okay. So I'm assuming you're not very far then? I have done 28 of the shrines. Right. Which I was thinking I'm somewhere around there as well. 
but it seems like story wise or and i guess just to say like objective wise i'm a i'm further than you i would hope so yeah i'm I'm working on towards my second divine beast i haven't done any i've just spotted my first basically okay we we've uh, done a lot of like different map ones. exploring. We've covered like as much of the map as we can, trying to figure out certain secrets. Okay, the shrines are fun. I've, I have a lot of fun. Shrines just, are like, really, finding uh, the shrines. only shrines I don't like are oh, the, the ones that control ones, right? Yes, yes, yeah. they're terrible. That's, everyone is saying that. Yep. absolutely terrible. Yep, no one likes them. There was. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the combat ones either. Uh, I dread when I go to them, but like the combat's fine. No, no, I. I yeah, you're right. No, I, I like the combat in Zelda. I'm just like bad fighting those guys when they're See, like the strong versions. I yeah, I made the mistake of finding a major combat trial. That one sucked to get used to because I was yeah. like, I think I was super under leveled for it, too, or like my gear was not very good. Yeah, so I've definitely found ones that was like, gear. oh, this one was a breeze compared to like the last two I just did. Uh, so what do you think? It's I guess it's been a while since you've played a console Zelda game, right? You didn't play Skyward Sword. I, I played Skyward Sword, but I only played it for like an hour and then stopped and never wanted to play it again. So you didn't even get out of the tutorial. So you didn't. I, I really did. Play that. I I got to the the ground and then pr- promptly went back up, flew around, did some side quests, and then stopped. Okay. Uh, this is a really good ass Zelda. Okay. I really like it. I, I thought I was completely done with console Zeldas. I think this might have pulled me back in. And I was I was curious your opinion because I know often you're you you say I'm not really that big into open world games and yeah. this is super open worldy. I yeah I'm also surprised I'm super into this, but I think it's because uh, there's basically always something to do or find or see. Like I have not been at a point where I'm like, man, I have nothing to do guess right. i'll go search over in this area because i'll always like start walking around it's like oh hey let's get a horse so we can go try to find something oh hey there's a korok puzzle let's do that oh man did i accidentally find a shrine oh let's do the shrine oh yeah, i guess i got this... i got enough to get a, a upgrade let's go get the upgrade oh there's something else and just keeps it's a going. dense game yeah it, and it rewards you for exploration actually just thinking about it aren't you like big into saints row as well yeah, I love saints Row. Right, i'm calling shenanigans on this whole you don't like open world games no like, those are like the only ones i like <laughs> well i'm just well then you even if you just like one you can't really say i don't like open world games so there must be something about these ones like i don't like assassin's creed that's those are that's a different kind of open world game but that's that's my point sean i feel like i've been hearing uh people saying we need to have like you can't just say open world game as a genre anymore you got to be more specific because there's just too many different types all right so like, what would you classify Saints Row 4 I'm, and Zelda No, I'm not as? saying I have the answer. It was just, it was kind of like a thought process I was listening to on a podcast, um, uh, specifically uh, Waypoints, uh, Waypoint Radio. They were talking about this. And I think it makes sense. And I think you're a perfect example of this. Uh, you know, you're saying, I don't like Assassin's Creed, uh, but maybe that's not because of the open world, or maybe it is, but you like Zelda and you like Saints Row. So there's there's something, you know what I mean? I like, like Saints we, Row because it's literally your like fl- the superpowers are what makes Saints Row for me. That's why I can I like the open world aspect of Saints Row, and the sense of humor. Like the writing on that one is goofy as shit, and I love it. Well, with Zelda, it's just because it's so dense with content that I like. 
I guess that that's the marker there is dense with content that is enjoyable. That's the problem I've had with Grand Theft Auto and the problem I've had with um, Assassin's Creed, for example. Like they they're dense with content, but just they're not enjoyable content as much as it has been with Saints Row and Zelda. How do you feel about Infamous? I'm just trying to think of like the superpowers kind of. Thing. I I liked it. I liked the first third of it, and then I stopped. Basically, did you when did I, you play? Was it Last Light? What was the last recent one? Oh, First Light, Second Sun, and then First Light. No, I didn't. Oh, play I think First one. Light was like the DLC or something. Second yeah. Sun's. Wait, what's Second, Second Sun, Sun is not two, right? Second Sun is the main game, and Second Sun is the third one. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> did you play Second Sun? No, I didn't even play oh, Infamous but- two. Yeah, Infamous 2 is not that great. I don't know. Second sounds cool. Anyway. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know what it is. Like, I think I remember stopping Infamous because I was just sick of finding the damn shards. And honestly, but, I but probably, in Saints Row, you're fine with it, right? Uh, I think it's also because I played Saints Row co-op, which also made it a lot easier. Which is I had to do like not even half as much stuff. OK. Or see, like I kind of like agility orbs are great crackdown three can't wait to get those agility orbs mm. but anyway um, like i know i know a, with zelda eventually i'm gonna get sick of like trying to find the korok seeds because there's apparently 900 of them yeah yeah which is insane right it's just a thought experiment for for another day we could talk about that forever but uh i just i heard that uh sentiment and i was like i think that does make sense you can't just classify all these games as the same genre anymore yeah because they, they're clearly pushing different buttons enough that I, we just need to get more specific. And I, I think I agree with that. <clears throat> yeah, like P- Pixie Man in the chat says, John, what about Yakuza 0? That's another open world game, but it's a, it's a condensed and dense open world game, which makes sense. Like the areas in Yakuza 0 are way smaller than Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto just does too much in my opinion. I, I don't even know how to describe it because it gets confusing i can no, see why i, I could definitely yeah. there's definitely a, and i this hits me quite a bit where they give you too much and it becomes overwhelming to the point where you don't want to do any of it anymore which is why i'm confused is why i'm enjoying <laughs> zelda so much because it, it yeah. it's a game with so much but it seems like it, i don't know if it's just paced correctly or what yeah so like the way we were talking about it and and how i feel about it is is there's definitely an aspect of like i i know what i need to do but something cool looks like there's something cool over there and Mm. every time there is and it's just like i'll find something else and i'll find something else like you mentioned earlier and i each thing i'm doing is like real enjoyable or i'm coming across something unexpected um like anytime I come across a shrine, that's great. I have, I have so much fun with the shrines. I'll sit down to Zelda and it's like, I don't want to do story stuff. I just want to climb to a tower and find four more shrines and then glide around and do the shrines and stuff like that. Mm. So it's, it's such, it is such a good game. I'm having so much fun with it. Yeah. I would not be shocked if that is the game of the year for a lot of people. I Yeah, I bet. I definitely, I could see that I, for sure. I'm actually legit curious what, how game of the year is going to fall this year. Cause already, We've gotten a lot of games that have come out that have all been like 80s or 90s. On like yeah, I still haven't touched Horizon despite having that game, and I've already pre-ordered Mass Effect, which comes out next week. Yeah, Nier came out, which apparently was also getting really good ratings. Uh, Ghost cool Recon came out, which was also getting decent ratings. I've heard lots of bad things about that. Really? Okay. Yeah, I've been hearing a bunch of bad stuff about that game. Never mind on that one then. But, but yeah, um, no, there's just 
this is a really fucking good year so far for gaming. Um, so you haven't done any uh, tablet stuff with the Switch? You haven't tried that out? No, honestly, no. Okay. You should. It, like, it works good. I, I was worried about carrying it around, but I got a case now. Yeah, I, I have a carry case, but I don't know if it's big enough. I is it tried... not a Switch carrying case? It is a Switch carrying case, but it seems small, so I had to try it out. Okay, mine's big enough to hold it with the Joy-Cons attached. Yeah. And it just has, like, a big mesh pocket down here, and then... Two, three, four, 14 game holders up top. Uh, the one downside is I can't put the um, wrist straps in here, mm. uh, which is only an issue if I wanted to go play my Switch with other people, uh, which I feel like will happen a lot less than me just wanting to have my Switch in my bag so I can like take Zelda out or something like that. So it's not a, it's not a huge downside. And it doesn't have Mario print all over it. <laughs> this thing was so, this thing was sold out, and every time I went to a store, they had the same exact same case, but there was just mushrooms all over it. And I, I kept yeah. asking, like, "Do you have the one that is not covered in Mario bullshit?" And they're like, "No." So eventually, this one did come from Amazon. Um, and I like it. Yeah, uh, I'm sure we're like next con. We're probably going to bring it with us. We just wanted to like not grab it at the very beginning. Yeah, so, I have a trip, uh, out of country trip in, in June, and I'm wrestling with the idea of bringing this bad boy with me. I would love to have it for like the planes and stuff, but I'm also going to be going on like five day long hikes. Yeah, so, that's a little risky uh, there. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. <clears throat> so we'll see. Yeah, that's what I think of the Switch. Uh, next week, I can probably talk about some of the other games, such as Blaster Master Zero and uh, Fast RMX, and probably Isaac Afterbirth Plus. Are you playing? Are you? Do you have the uh, white theme or the dark theme? Dark theme. I got the white theme. Really? So, I'm yeah. a little surprised. I thought you would have went well, for the dark I, one. I don't know. I I like the light theme. I I, I have white themes for a lot of stuff because I know even like know my Twitter app has a night mode that I don't turn on. Mm, I have that on night mode. So there you go. Uh, okay, that's all you've played. Yep. All right, I played a few things. Um, I want to bring up Solitarica again. Solitarica. Yeah. So I brought this up last week. Uh, this is a solitaire-like game mixed with a roguelike. Uh, I was really hoping Paul was going to be on uh, the show because uh, I convinced him to pick it up. And I, from Twitter, it seems like he's been enjoying it. This game's four bucks on iOS. It's free on Android. So, John, you should download this game and try it out. Uh, it's really fun. Um, I've been playing it all week again. I beat it with a different deck. Uh, so I think I'm I think I'm done with it now. Now that I've beaten it twice, two different ways, I think I'm I'm gonna tie the bow on Solitarica. But uh, I won't uh, I won't talk about it too much again this week since we talked about it quite a bit last week, and I'm I'm sure Paul will bring it up next week when he's back on the show. Uh, but yeah, uh, John, you should look into Solitarica. It's a pretty fun game. Play Solitaire to battle enemies, challenging roguelike progression. Weird. It's a cool game. Yeah, it's I've I've really I got really into it for two weeks now um apart from that uh oxen free was released on i on mo uh, phones i think maybe even today and that's a game i've been wanting to play from last year and uh uh it's there's a launch sale right now so it's four dollars three or four dollars um so i picked that up and i i've only played like 30 minutes of it so far so i'm not gonna i don't have much to say but the main reason i want to bring it up is 
the app store on iOS is doing this big indie push right now where they're highlighting a bunch of cool games. So a bunch of cool indie games are discounted and a lot of the ones that are brand new are getting launch discounts. So if you're listening to this and you're looking for some new games, check out that app store because there's a bunch of stuff on sale some and some really good indie games uh, i you know i've played a lot of them but if you you know if you've if you missed out on limbo or, or botanicula or something those are on sale right now and uh then the last game i played is disc jam oh i've been curious about this one this is on playstation plus uh mm-hmm. main reason um you know Windjammers jammers clone i only played about an hour of it with my buddy i'm terrible we played some doubles against some uh, people online. We are so bad. Um, this is definitely a game where it's like, it's a little confusing to pick up and hard to master. Uh, but I'm really glad it's on PlayStation Plus because I hope it gets some of those like Rocket League legs where just so many people have it that it'll be able to build its community through that way. Because uh, it's fun. Lots of unlockables and different characters and stuff. The music's like appropriate it's like rocket league's music basically just appropriately like techno-y and whatnot uh so that's on playstation plus uh yeah i'm i'm really bad at that game so i need to play more of it have you played the original windjammers <clears throat> i have not i like give it a try see if you uh yeah see how a comparison is honestly yeah i i'm sure i'd be into it and they're and they're remaking windjammers as we speak uh, so that'll come out at some point as well. And then, of course, I've been playing Breath of the Wild. Uh, not much else to say about that so far. Uh, I'm I'm super into that. And, and just like last week, when I'm not playing Zelda, I'm thinking about playing Zelda. <laughs> it's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's such a good game. Uh, let's go on to the news. All right, what's going on in the news? Anything important? Uh, Har- uh, PAX East, Harmonix announced Drop Beat. So this is a competitive music card game from what I've seen? I don't know if it's competitive. Like it's head-to-head. Is it? I thought it was it, just let's make something. Is it? I Because I saw two people playing it, so I thought it was actually were they, like... Were they, I, I, I'm assuming it's more collaborative. Because it, looks like, no it, it looks like it keeps score, so I thought it was like a, a duel-style game. Oh yeah, maybe. Now I'm seeing... Okay, so I, we've got to explain what this is, because it's... People will have no idea what this is. Sorry, uh, not drop beat. beat uh, drop mix is what it's called. You have like some kind of t- tablet looking thing that you plug in a smartphone on the end. And I guess that's where like the main game is held. It's on your phone. And then you get cards that you place down. Uh, NFC reader picks up the cards and it like adds music to the song. Um so it's like licensed stuff. So you might pick up, uh, for example, this Bruno Mars card and you play it um, or your Yacht Fallout Boys Centuries and you play that and then the pieces of part of that starts looping. Um, yeah, I don't know how it works. Uh, it's a hundred bucks. It's coming out in September. It's an actual it's like physical bucks. toy. It's an actual physical like bucks. toy thing. So and that's from coming from Hasbro and Harmonix hundred bucks yeah i don't know man it looks interesting yeah I, i'm not like planning to pick it up unless people are like this is like the next thing um but anyway that's coming out in september keeping it interesting that's for sure 
what else we got? We got uh, PlayStation 4 games are coming to play, uh, PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now is a PlayStation's like streaming service. The uh, thing we have, rental. I feel like we haven't heard about in a while. Didn't they re- recently <laughs> like change up a bunch of things about it? Or am I getting that confused with Xbox's version of that? I don't know. Xbox did just announce that like $10 a month catalog of their games. Yeah. Which I'm assuming helped prompt Sony to get PlayStation 4 games into this. Um, but I don't know specifically what you're mentioning at the moment. Um, so yeah, PlayStation 4 games are going to be coming. Uh, at the moment, they don't have PS4 games, but they do have a ton of PlayStation 3 games, including like Last of Us, Red Dead Redemption, you know, uh, Mortal Kombat, Injustice, bunch of great stuff. Um, so PS4 games are coming. Hopefully it runs smoothly because that'll be the difference between this and the Xbox one is the Xbox one. You just download the game. This one, you got to stream it. And I've heard mixed things about the streaming and how, uh, uh, stable it is. Uh, I know you were tweeting about this. The Disney afternoon collection was announced. Yes, this is really cool. Actually, do you know, I don't remember the six games. If you remember them. DuckTales 1 and 2, Chippendale Rescue Rangers 1 and 2, Tailspin and Darkwing Duck. Are these like remakes or are they just like collected? These are all NES games. This is, they're emulated basically. So it's <laughs> uh, all six games, their original NES versions in a digital bundle. So the reason I'm so excited about this is besides the fact that all the games are really good quality, uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers 2 and DuckTales 2 are like, some of the more expensive NES games to collect now, like both of them go for triple digits because they, they came out at the very end of the NES life cycle. I think the SNES was already out. So barely anyone actually knows those games exist. So it's nice to actually see people get a chance to play them. Uh, yeah, I just have access to this YouTube video. I'm trying to see if, did you mention the price? Did I overhear that? Uh, I think it's 20 bucks, 20 bucks, April 18th, PC, PS4, and Xbox One. So, yeah, there you go. Really good. Uh, Digital Eclipse is working on it. They're the same guys who did the Mega Man Legacy Collection, which apparently some people had issues with. But supposedly that has to do with the way that Capcom contracted them to work on the collection. So take that as you will. I'm just curious about it. I'm just happy to see those games get a re-release. Uh, next, we don't know the next month's PlayStation Plus, but we do know one game from it. Uh, Drawn to Death is going to be part of it, and this is also when it's launching. Isn't that the Jaffe, David Jaffe game? Yeah. Uh, so it's getting a release date of April 4th, and it'll be free on PlayStation Plus. That's, that's mainly the news. Uh, PlayStation, or... Yeah, the PlayStation blog has some stuff if you want to see, like, characters. Sphinx missions, I guess. I'm looking at a Sphinx wearing a spike bra. What? Yeah, I don't know. Remember, that this game is supposed to be, like, super edgy. That was the whole thing. Is it still the the weird, like, fifth grade Trapper Keeper drawings? Yeah, I don't see any... um gameplay here but all the draw all the screenshots and stuff make it look that way but they're just for all i know this is concept art but i'm pretty sure the whole point is it's supposed to be drawn it's you know it's called drawn to death right yeah uh so we'll be getting that for free next month i'm i'm somewhat curious what this is 
you know? I mean, like, it's a weird arena shooter, which is what it looks <clears throat> to be. But that'll probably be fun. Hopefully. Um, I didn't look into this at all. I'm assuming you have. Fire Emblem Heroes is getting a hardcore battle mode? This is the first I've heard of this. Oh, okay. This was announced a couple days ago. Um, is hardcore battle the story mode, or is that something else? Uh, I have a feeling that's going to be something else. Here, I'm going to look in the article here. Okay, I assumed you were, like, all up on this stuff, but... Uh, I mean, I'm still playing the game, but, like... I, I was reading the April update, which I don't remember this specific thing here. Let's see here. I deleted Fire Emblem Heroes off my phone this morning. Really? I was buying all these other games, and I was like, I don't think I'm ever really going to play this game again. That's fair. <laughs> they've so. started they've started putting more content in the game, so it's been getting a little more tolerable. Like, I'll load it up for the day, like, burn my stamina, run a couple missions, and then that's about it. Yeah, I don't know. For whatever reason, I'm just like so not interested. Oh well, I'll save. I'll save my fire emblem excitement for echoes. Uh, let's see here. the The fucking article doesn't even mention this hardcore battle mode. I guess this is what they're talking about the 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 mission that brings back permadeath. There's gonna be permadeath in this game. The announcement also mentions an upcoming event that will simulate the permadeath from the main series. Although it seems you won't completely lose your beloved characters, you won't be able to revive them during the event. It's a hardcore mode that should provide some welcome challenge, especially if you've already completed all of those lunatic mode quests. Okay. So that's, I guess, what they were talking about. I had forgotten about that altogether. I'd, that was the thing I didn't care about in the mission, in the update, so. All right, well, there you go. Today you got an update where you could inherit skills from your other characters, so you can just make your characters ridiculously beefy. Is that good? Yeah, uh, but I feel like now all characters are going to be broken to hell. I already okay. feel like the characters I've made are now broken to hell, but I know as soon as I do Arena, I'm just going to get screwed. Alright. Uh, last bit of news. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe got detailed in what exactly is going to be in there. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe will include the entirety of the original game, as well as all of the downloadable add-ons. Cool. Uh, along with some new stuff. New stuff including... So you'll have your 42 characters, um, you know, including the Inklings, uh, and there'll be 48 tracks. Uh, what else? Other additions include the ability to hold two items simultaneously. Which, Which every, everyone was asking for, I guess. Yeah, because they took it out of eight for some reason, and now they're putting it back in. When when could you hold two items simultaneously besides you, Double Dash? You could hold an item behind you, and then the other one you would just have in your actual inventory. In what, seven? In almost all of them. And 64 up. Uh, no, you couldn't. Yes. What are you talking about? Yes. I don't remember that at all. Yes. How do I not remember that? I've played every Mario Kart. Actually, uh, it might only be some of them, because I don't think it's in Double Dash, but I know it's in 64. Well, no, Double Dash, each character gets one, so you definitely can have two. No, no, sorry, no. You, I mean holding the item behind you. Uh, oh, I see what you're... Okay, sorry, now I get what you're saying. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah, I'm fully on board. Yes, you can do that in almost all of them. You're right. All right, all right, cool. Um, so in Double Dash, you couldn't hold one behind you? 
I am trying to remember. I don't think you could. Or or maybe you could, but when you hit another box, it wouldn't start the... I think you couldn't in Double Dash, but then what the next one was what? Wii? I mean, Wii, you definitely could. Yeah, and there was the 3DS one in there. I, I don't know. This is not a big... Who cares? Yeah, um, basically. And returning classic Mario Kart power-ups like a Boo Ghost to turn you invisible. Hooray. You can also play the game in split-screen mode with up to four players when using the Switch in television mode. Uh, and as previously announced, you can hook up multiple Switch systems and have a LAN party for up to 12 players. Sweet. Uh, the one that's getting the biggest update is the battle mode, which, thank God. Thank God. And there's going to be multiple game types, uh, mostly pulled from previous games that are playable across eight different courses, which that scares me because uh, I don't want it to be like Mario Kart 8 where you're playing on the actual courses. No, they no, they, uh, they've shown the courses, some of them, and they're actually just designed for battle mode. Okay, good. Uh, here are the different modes. This is the first time I'm reading it too. Renegade Roundup, making its debut. Uh, this new mode has one team trying to capture the other and put them into jail before time runs out. The opposing team must try and escape and can break their own teammates out of prison by pressing a button under the jail cell. That sounds interesting. Uh, there's Bloom Battle, uh, which seems like it's just classic uh, pop your balloons. Bomb on Blast, which is Bomb on Blast. Yeah, Double Coin Dash. Runners. Uh, this, was this was introduced in Mario Kart Wii, so I don't even remember what this is. By racing across the battle course, players try to collect the most coins as possible in this fast and frantic, sorry, frenetic mode introduced in Mario Kart Wii. See, most right. people don't remember that because Mario Kart Wii's battle mode forced you into teams. Right. Yeah, Mario Kart Wii is not great. I like the racing in Mario Kart Wii. <laughs> I'm not a fan of 12 characters. I like 8. Really? Yeah. I also don't care much for bikes. See, I didn't mind. I used a bike in Wii, so maybe that's why I didn't mind. Okay. I just but always I, thought 12 characters was like, this is getting a little too hectic. I think 12 is the cap. I think they can't go any higher. If they I, do, it'll be just insane. It was like, what could tolerable. Smash 4? Couldn't you have like eight people fighting at once? Yeah. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Um, Shine Thief. Steal the coveted Shine Sprite and try to hold on to it for a 20 second count. Okay, so it's uh, King of the Hill. Yeah, but like, right, it's a moving that. hill. Uh, that's your uh, that's what's coming in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Are you going to get it, John? Yes. I'm not. Really? I, I already played Mario Kart 8. I guess that would make sense. Yeah. I'm surprised they're not adding any more like racing tracks, I guess. Well, I guess there was a bunch in the DLC, so I, you're kind of getting that. I guess. Yeah, that's a bit but, of a bummer. There, I mean, but... well, no, to be fair, we got all that in the Wii U one, so... I guess yeah. it does. If I'm saying Zelda doesn't count as a launch title, then this doesn't count either. So the only that's the new why I'm stuff saying counts. it's kind of silly to just say that it doesn't count. Well, I'm saying only the new stuff counts that you can't get anywhere else. This is why you need the system. Anyways, that's it for news. Um, let's move on to some questions. John, do you still remember where people can send questions in? TDP podcast on Twitter, top 10 perspective at gmail.com, top 10 perspective on Facebook and my PO box. And there's also the discord and the very rarely used subreddit. Accurate. I'll read this first one that comes in from CMM. 
since the general consensus is that one two switch is far uh from worth the full 60 dollar asking price this person must be canadian um would you consider buying the mini games one at a time for two or three dollars each that way you could cherry pick the better games at a slight markup the normal value is 28 mini games for 50 dollars that's not a bad idea but that would be a nightmare for them to manage I'm sure they could do it. Um, I think that would be better. And I feel like then that would also show how shitty the other mini games are. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like, have you played all the single player ones? No, God, no. How many? There, there's not that many single player ones, is there? I only played like four mini games. Period. I think there's only maybe four single player ones. Actually, I can't even think of that many single player ones. Which ones did you play? Uh, quick draw. How do you play uh, that single player? Two hands. What? Did they yeah. actually ask you to play two hands or did you just make that up? I just made it up. I just was playing. I was just trying that with the minigames. That sounds like actually like the saddest and worst time. I'm just trying the game out. I no, wasn't no, actually No, I totally it. get it. But like I'm thinking of like this is some classic Millhouse right here. Oh my playing God. Frisbee by really? himself. This is this is literally what Millhouse would be doing. Well, well, here's the thing. I was like, all right, I'll try the single player games. Then the fucking games, like we've only got five mini games at the start for you, and they're all multiplayer. Yeah, you have to play through each one, and then they're like, here's the rest of them, huzzah! There's an actual single player one because we played a bunch of like team battle or whatever it was. Yeah, and um, so, some of the games they don't put in there because they're just like a free for all or they're single player. And the one that's single player is called Baby. Oh, God. And it's the worst. So let me explain this to you. Oh, I know what Baby is. I oh, have, have you seen, seen this. Baby? Okay. It is just the worst. We played it once and we were all like, this sucks. This is not fun. Uh, and then we immediately went back to something else. Um, I got to know, what are the other ones you played by yourself with two hands? Uh, The ball rolling one. That must have been difficult. Oh, I guess you could do it one at a time. No, I had the, I had both of them in my hands. Okay. Uh, what ones did they force you to do? Did you do the yoga one by yourself? Yeah. No. So here's what I did for the yoga one. Yeah. Yeah. And it keep you telling me the, that like they keep telling me that I was dropping my leg. So. Okay. I sat in a chair, put them on my hands, and this like, oh, which one's gonna give out first? <laughs> That's a good time. Oh, it was shitty. Yep. The, the entire span of time spent playing 1-2-Switch was maybe five minutes. Okay. Um, God, what else was there? The, yeah, there was Zen. There was the beach flag one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, okay. So you just, yeah. Trying sure. to remember what else other ones they force you to play. Um, the samurai one. How did you do that one? Uh, Very easy, actually. You place, like, I, I can clap with one hand, so... Okay, so you just yeah. Okay, so you so take you one, you take one, one arm and, and swing clapped. and then catch. Okay. I actually caught it, believe it or not, doing that. It actually thought I caught the the sword. All right, ping pong was that one of the first ones? Yes. Okay, that one could be pretty easy with one person. Yep. This is this actually is just the worst time. I would yeah. I would not want to do this. No, ever. it was a really God. shitty five minutes. I stopped yeah, it. I stopped and I'm like back to Zelda. I didn't even realize this. The whole time I was thinking like, oh, he was playing some of the single player ones. And then after thinking about it, I was like, wait, the only single player one is baby. What were you doing? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Sheesh. All right. Well, um, 
out of what you played, would you buy any of them separately, or what do you, how do you think? Do you think that's better? Uh, none of them are worth two or three bucks. <clears throat> I think the ball one is like that. No, that's one I, no, I want no. to show off. It's cool as a tech demo, but I wouldn't <clears throat> want to pay money for that. Most of them, like they're real small, so like I'm okay with like two dollars. Well, actually, now I think about it, I I pay yeah. two dollars for see, a lot of see iOS what you mean apps when you think about great. it as just in the one mini game per like a two three dollar thing in like mobile phone sense. You're like, no, no, I probably yeah, wouldn't pay that either. There's a lot of great games on mobile that are like two dollars. I mean, some there are some games in one two switch I enjoyed playing. There's this like safe crackers, not bad. There's this one where you have to like pick it up and twist it, which is not bad. I like um. The fake draw one, that one's pretty funny, but like, yeah, I don't know. I think I still would have rather have like bought three of them for two bucks than the game itself. Hmm. I would have saved, you know, 30 bucks. So anyway. Uh, also, he mentions uh, apparently it's possible to change your account's region. He sent me this Reddit link. Because mm-hmm. I was explaining, I mentioned this last week again, how I was thinking maybe, I'm, I'm going to put this link in the chat, by the way. Uh, I was thinking maybe this is the time where I finally break off and I'm like, I'm going to make a, an American account. And then I remembered, oh, my Nintendo ID is Canadian. And I have to change like an email and I have to set up all this other stuff. So I'm stuck with a Canadian funds again for the Switch. But um, looking at this uh, Reddit thread, it seems like I might be able to unlink my Nintendo network ID then change the region of my account. Uh, and then at that point, it, it's fine. Because like to make to get a Japanese one, you just have to have a Japanese account and then just play it with your main um, with your main account, right? Like you have different users. Mm-hmm. But the way this Reddit one makes it seem is you can have everything tied to that account, which is kind of nice. Because like on my 360, I have... <clears throat> I have my uh, American account where when I picked up points cards down here. So I have a couple games that are tied to that that I just played with my primary one, but they're not tied to my primary account. This way might allow me to play it and have it connected to my primary account. So I might look into that the next time something comes out that's like five dollars that I don't that I won't regret if it just screws up. I'm only out five bucks. I'm going to give this a try because if this works, I can start spending my American money on these games and that'd be so much better than paying your god-awful prices. Yeah, our prices are stupid high, honestly. All right, you got this next one? Yep. Next one comes to us from... Oops, had the list wrong. Next one comes to us from James. Breath of the Wild changes a lot about the typical Zelda formula. However, between standalone settings like Twilight Princess or settings used for multiple games like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask... The Legend of Zelda series often changes things. With the high amount of praise that Breath of the Wild has gotten, and because it's a lot more different than previous Zelda entries, do you think Nintendo will not change the next Zelda game up and continue with this winning formula? Or will they change it like they always have and the next game receives criticism that Wind Waker got because it was not Green of Time? Um, how long were they working on Breath question, of the Wild? Yeah. Because I have no idea where they go from here. Yeah. How long did they work on Breath of the Wild? Was it five years? Yeah, somewhere around five. Since Skyward Sword, I think it's been about five years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have no clue, honestly. Right? This just seems like such a bigger and like, like what else would, would you want in this? Like, it seems like it has everything. I have no idea what you do from here. Do you go back to a standard, like more tightly controlled one? Or do, are people like, why can't I do as much stuff as the last one? Or like, do you have to just make like a bigger Hyrule? 
I feel like you, this this was more a test to see if like to just change the formula a lot. Because this game breaks the formula on a fair amount of things. It like it follows it in some rigid parts, but otherwise it's like fairly loose. For sure, for sure. So like so, how do how do you break it further? It's already so loose, you know what I mean? I think what the next game is gonna be is they're gonna start tightening in on certain things. So they're gonna take away what people like the most about this one and then like try to improve it, either make it like more robust or like easier to do. They might shrink the area down a little bit just to make development easier, but then they'll try to like either put more games in that'll be more interesting they might try to like tighten up the story a little bit but i wouldn't be surprised if the next console one was just like a more streamlined version of this see to me that just sounds like a step back it might be nintendo does kind of do that but where can they go from here i that yeah like because what you're what you're describing is basically one of the past zelda games yeah, kind of. And it's like, why would you go back to that? Like, so many people are praising this one because it was like, this was great. The last ones were getting kind of boring and tedious. Like, this is great now. I don't know. I feel like mm. they, I almost feel like this pulled a Final Fantasy <clears throat> where they're like, all right, we're just putting everything into this. And if it doesn't stick, then we're just kind of done with it. Or we're going to put the series in the cooler. Okay, so what you're saying is next one, Link's going on a road trip with three of his best yes, buds. Yes, that's exactly what the next one's going to be. Actually, I'd be so down. Like, it's him, and it's like a Goron, and like a Zora, and a, and a Rito, and they're like, we're going to drive across Hyrule, and it's like <laughs> twice as big, did, and you're taking photos and selfies, and you're getting out of the car. Did you see the, uh, they did a GDC panel a couple weeks back. They showed some of the preliminary versions of this Zelda, and there was a version where it was modern day, Link was fighting aliens, and Epona was a motorcycle. I saw the... It was just a picture, right? Like, drawings? Yeah, it was just a picture. Yeah, I did see that, yeah. But, like, yeah. that'd be kind of cool, but that might be too different. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I think at this point they need to go super different because they already went, like, real I mean, different. So, like, okay, here's a better question for you. Do we okay. get another Zelda on the Switch? Another new Zelda? Not not HD remaster, whatever. We're probably getting a Skyward Sword remaster. But uh, oh, yeah. but yeah. do they make a brand new Zelda for the Switch, or is this it until the next console? Uh, hmm. Well, so I'm thinking back to the Wii, because we got launched Zelda with that one, and they did give us another one. But then we didn't get one on the Wii U, I want to. S- okay, we're not counting um, like a 2D one because, of course, there's going to be a 2D yeah, like more there's handheld. There's probably going to be a new. Th- uh, there's either going to be a new 3DS one or there's going to be like whatever no, the new 3DS. I don't think there's new 3DS anything coming. Sorry, whatever the 3DS replacement is, it's either going to be like if if they actually buy this to is keep the, the 3DS, 3DS going. replacement. No. Yes, this no. is the 3DS replacement. No, Nintendo is going to make something else. You know them. Nope. They can't. Nope. They they. This, this is cool that they merged it, but they're not going to keep it like that. Nintendo nope. meddles too much. I bet it's this. The only way I could see them doing another handheld is if is after the Switch. The next one, for whatever reason, they decide to split it again. Because there's no reason to have another handheld one. This is They're already touting this as a handheld. I don't know. Nintendo makes weird it's decisions. It's even called I, handheld mode. I feel like they will probably be like, yeah, here's a 3DS replacement. The most I could see is a Game Boy Micro iteration of the 3DS where it's not a new system. It's just another form no, factor. That's no, smaller. you know what it's going to be? 
I think you were you were actually on the right track. It's going to be a handheld only switch. They're going to make a handheld only version of Switch. What's the like? So what is this? Is this a bit lighter and better I don't battery? Know. Like I I feel like that's like where they're going to go with it. I don't know. They've said that there is a 3DS replacement in the works, and they have said it is not. I don't Switch, think they said that. But Nintendo also backtracks on a lot of that shit. So. I don't remember what you're talking about, so maybe you're right. I I don't recall that. I feel like I would have heard that. Um, I still think it's going to be just Switch. I I would actually think. Oops. I would actually think a like 2D, you know, side scrolling Zelda on the Switch would be really cool. Yeah, I would really no, enjoy I'd be that. Down that that their design doc they did for the 2D Zelda they made to test all the 3D concepts. That tease <laughs> like it could be a Zelda maker. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um. So counting, not including that, I guess I guess the pattern would be yes, we're gonna get another Zelda on the Switch. But you know what? I bet it, it it's gonna have to depend on how well the Switch does. I bet that, when the, the Wii U thing. came out, they were planning. They, remember, they were planning Zelda for the Wii U, but it just kind of failed, so they had to rush the next thing. And there are definitely aspects of the Switch that seem rushed. Um. So. If it's if it's selling well, then of course it'll be on the Switch. That's that's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I have no I, idea what they do from here. I, I don't know. I can't think at all. I I'm so confused. I I almost would be okay with an another one of these, but it would have to be like six years down the road because it's gonna take a lot of people a long time to 100 percent this thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I I'm even thinking like, okay, what if it was like Wind Waker art style, but this. Oh, and God. it's like, well, I wouldn't want to just be doing all the same things again. Just no. the, the you know, only you know what the they do? Style. You know what they do? Zelda Generations. Each you different worlds <laughs> themed on each like different Zelda era that people like. So Skyward Sword Zone, Wind Waker Zone, like Twilight Princess Zone, Link to the okay. Past Zone. Yeah, I could see that. That'd be kind of interesting. That's cool. That's a good that's a that's an interesting idea. Is it still as open though? They it should be. Like you as, could, as Breath of the like Wild. you could just make each zone like just a condensed version of the worlds for those games. Okay. So you get to Twilight Princess, and now the whole screen looks kind of shitty. <laughs> you play an Ocarina, and the frame rate just drops. Okay, not that literal. <laughs> okay, that'd be the All worst. Right. Um, lightsaber allergies writes in and says, "I play a lot of Terraria." In my main world, I randomly placed a dirt block a few spaces from the door into the main part of the dungeon. It's enough to jump over, but low enough that I have to jump it. And I always forget it's there until I run into it. I could just remove it, but it's almost a point of pride or familiarity at this point. So my question is, has there ever been anything in a video game that makes it inconvenient that you could easily solve, but you don't because it's either became a matter of pride or a point of familiarity? So I guess you've ever been been stubborn about something? I feel like that's my habit of trying to beat games on hard difficulty. I could see that. I think that's a good one. Sure. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I had I had one in my head when we were when we I was putting the question in the dock, but I can't remember what it is now. Uh, in breath, of, actually, in Breath of the Wild, uh, I definitely sometimes use different clothing that look cooler, despite they're not as like they're not shielding me as much. Uh, I've done that pretty pretty consistently. <clears throat> uh, 
but that's not the exact things. I don't have one specific. Yeah. Got anything else? I don't have anything specific really either. I just do like All little right. quirks I do in games that aren't needed, but they just feel good. Like climbing a wall in Ninja Gaiden after beating a boss. You don't need to do it, but it feels like just a rite of passage thing I have to do for when I play the game. Okay. That's kind of like it. Yeah. All right. You got the following. All right. Next one comes to us from uh, Sombrero Mustache. During the dark and terrible times of the 90s, the Panasonic 3 <laughs> The Panasonic 3DO was released in 1993 to compete in the console market. Despite receiving numerous amounts of hype and being named Time Magazine's product of the year, the 3DO was a commercial flop, not helping not helped by the $600 price tag. When the 3DO was out, did you any of you guys consider buying it and did you know anyone who actually bought the thing? I laughed <laughs> because I literally came home Right before the podcast, with a, with the three DO. Where did you get a three DO? I had a guy. He sold me a three DO. You got a three DO guy. <laughs> yeah, I got a guy who has like sells off like systems out of his collection. Weird like consoles that didn't do well. Uh, I got a Jaguar off him, and now I've got a three DO. But that's why I laughed is because I, I literally I, feel just free. Got feel a free not to say. I'm curious how much you spent on that. Not as much as it was when it came out. Okay. <clears throat> but here's the other thing too. I also got 30 games for it. Okay. He sold I, me the he sold me the system in 30 games. I know so basically like, like nothing about the 3DO except uh the Zelda games are on there. Did you get the Zelda that, games? That's the CDI. Oh, CDI. Yeah, you're right. I know nothing about the 3DO. I know nothing about the 3DO. Uh so no, I didn't know anyone who had one. What do the games look like? Are they discs? They're discs. Yeah, they're just CDs. Okay. Like, here's the inside. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, what are some uh, some standout games? Uh, all the uh, the Don Bluth games, Space Ace, Dragon's Lair 1 and 2. Okay. Apparently Dragon's Lair on something else. Awesome. <laughs> what? Who doesn't own Dragon's Lair at this point? I guess that's... Well, nowadays... I own uh, Dragon's Lair on Blu-ray. I, you play it with a remote. Well, yeah, because DVDs exist now. Yeah. Uh, there's a real good version of Road Rash. Okay. There's, uh, what else? The, a lot of FMV games, Alone in the Dark 1 and 2. I'm like literally looking <coughs> at what I have here. Yeah, this will be great. This will be great for your museum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I have Battle Chest. Perfect. Excellent. There you go. Game of the year. Okay. So your answer is yourself. <laughs> but not so, at the time. You, I'm assuming so, you're the same. You knew no one at the time? I knew no one at the time who, who had one. Uh, yeah. I, I remember seeing stuff on it all the time. Because do you remember Uh-Oh? Were you, are oh, you, yeah. 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 That was the prize they always gave away on Uh-Oh was a 3DO. Was it? I don't remember that at all. It, that or I Clip. Whatever game show YTV was running around that time, it was either Clips or Uh-Oh. But yeah, like they were giving away 3DOs as the prize. I feel like every prize on Uh-Oh was a bop it. <laughs> that was the runner-up <laughs> prize, I think. Okay. I don't remember a ton of the prizes from Uh-Oh. Uh, all right. Jamie writes, John, have you ever considered wearing transition glasses to prevent the sun hitting your eyes too much? Uh, I do actually have transition lenses. Not this pair, but another pair. 
but the reason I wanted them was for when I would be driving and stuff like that. And they don't work when you're in a car because they don't because they it's the UV rays that make them transition. And cars, car windows filter that out. So they only work okay. in the outside. And I have just cheap, cheapo pairs of sunglasses that go over my glasses just fine. All right. Next one comes from Philip. Uh, generally, when a released video game becomes popular, everyone wants to talk about their experiences playing on it pretty much everywhere. However, some people feel that their experience of the games are generally better if they knew less about it beforehand, whether it's from trailers, news reports, rumors, etc. So, from a gamer's perspective, how do you feel about the phrase, the less you know about a video game, the better your experience playing the game will be? And have there been any games that you have had better experiences with the less you knew about them? If so, which games and why? Uh, Stanley Parable was definitely one of those. Oh, for sure, yeah. I think any story-heavy game is, yeah. like, hands down. Yeah. Any story-heavy game. Um, I'm almost willing to say every game and, like, everything. Like, can you think of something where it's like, oh, I'm glad this thing was spoiled for me? I mean, there's never really a case where you're happy something's spoiled unless it's something bad. Like, oh, uh, if you do this, you'll break the game. Oh, if you do this, you lose the best weapon in the game. Stuff like that. Okay, I could see that, yeah. Actually, I, I'm going to I'm going to counter my own my own topic. Um I I'll use walkthroughs uh from time to time for sure, and I know a lot of people feel like that's like cheating. Um but it's like, hey, there's no other way I would have gone through this. I don't have like the time to sit and explore every possibility or to hit my head against this puzzle. Uh and then I know I know definitely as a kid uh for like games like Final Fantasy X and Tales of Symphonia. Uh, I was like, I just didn't want to miss out on like all the really like cool bosses and cool swords and stuff. So it was a way that I was able to find more of that thing. And I had a better time than if I didn't have like a walkthrough. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> okay. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I try to know as little as possible. Same with movies. I try to Sometimes I'll watch like the uh, first trailer, but then I try not to watch any other trailers because I'd rather just be surprised. And if it's a, if it's a game I know I'm going to be into, I try not to watch anything like I haven't looked at almost anything for Mass Effect Andromeda because, of course, I'm going to play that. Mm. Um, and last email comes in from No More Sparrows. Which robot master has the best stage theme? Have you played a Mega Man game? Yeah, but I not forever, and I can't remember them specifically enough. I don't play much Mega Man. I don't know if I have a favorite for uh, the regular series. For X, I have it's Armored Armadillo and uh, Blast Hornet. But for the regular series, God, <clears throat> can I just say all of two and three, basically? I mean, I'm not a cop, so okay, yes, good. you can good, say Good, because you have to tell like. me if you're a cop. Yeah, no, I would have. That's called entrapment otherwise. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm going to... Fuck it, I'll say Sparkman, just because at least then I've said a name. But, like, okay. basically all of the ones from 2 and 3. Okay. Well, then I'm going to say uh, that my favorite Kirby power-up is UFO. <laughs> That's a good choice. There you That's go. a really good choice. 
Um, if people want to send in questions for next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, Facebook group, Discord, John's P.O. Box. John, what's your game of the week? Zelda. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Um, mine is this week is Zelda. I gave it to Solitarica last week, uh, but this week it's Zelda. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, all of us should be here. So get, yep. get excited for that. Uh, see you guys later. Thanks for tuning in. Later, everybody.